Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, welcome back to episode four of the Pumpkin Patch Podcast. The listeners are dropping at an incredible rate, but that's all right because it's not about the listeners; it's about the love. I really gotta go. <laughs> all right, so on that note, we got our first guest. It's my little brother, Coco. <laughs> Say what up, Coco. What's up, guys? Speak into the mic. What's up, guys? Big fan of the podcast. I just broke the sound levels, and so he's pissed, but uh, what's going on? We call this guy Sonic because he breaks the sound barrier every time he speaks into a mic. And I'm fast. Fat. Fast. Just minus the S. Okay, so basically... This past week in Pumpkinhead, I tried to get all the t-shirts, all the long sleeves finished, but I couldn't because there was a delay in the shipment for the screens and the ink and all that. So I tried to get it all done in two days, couldn't get it finished. So that's going to get pushed out to next week. And yeah, let us know what you think of them. They're on our Instagram. It's like the white long sleeves with the blueprint. And then we got Actually, I haven't released pictures of the other one, so I'm going to keep that under the wraps for now. But um, yeah, so basically that happened, and yeah, that's that's really about it that happened last week. It was just a big waiting game to try and get everything done, and uh, yeah. So Cody, what do you think of the new the new items coming out? Well, I just want to say I'm honored to be here, and. Um, I literally like the new line, my friend, my very good friend. In all actuality, though, I don't know if Joey mentioned this before yet, but he's in Cleveland right now. It's where I live. And uh, I tried to skate for, like, maybe six months. I really sucked. I freaking hit my head a lot. (laughs) Almost broke my wrist. Kind of gave up on it right quick. Yeah. Um, But anyway, the point is, I made a couple skater friends in that time, and I... Put them. I turned them all onto the Pumpkinhead uh, Instagram, and uh, I've actually gotten a lot of people reaching out to me, being like, "We really like the new designs and the new long sleeves." My friend literally said, "He, my, my friend on, uh, I go to university in Cleveland, and um, I was at, uh, I was, I was going to class one day, and my friend literally stopped me, and he's like, they got long sleeves, we're in business.' So he's pretty hyped about that. But yeah, Is love that Elliot Jaru." Yeah, Elliot Jer- at Elliot Jarris on Instagram. Give him a follow to the three listeners. No, we had a bet 12 last week, so. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, we had 60 the first week, 27 the next week, about 12 last week. So we're going for nine, but that's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for the freaking support. <laughs> you sound sad, man. I am sad. <laughs> um but it's nice not to be talking to myself. But um, yeah, so people have been waiting for a decent amount of time. I got to figure out how to get people to listen to the damn podcast because it's like we got 1,500 followers on Instagram and this is going generally unheard. But I don't know. I went an hour last week, so maybe that was too much. But I think 20 minutes is also too short. Not the rapper. Um, what? Too short's a rapper. Um, I don't... What's... I'm hip hop. You're so white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like like Diana Ross. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, 
But yeah, we're in Cleveland right now for my sister's engagement party, so we drove down last night. We've got a house full of people, so if you're hearing a lot of noise in the background, that's like all the repairs going on. So last night when we were driving down, <laughs> the hot water heater in my parents' house just like went belly up. <laughs> It was on the fritz for a while, but last night it kicked the bucket. Yeah, the night before, 70 people are showing up. (laughs) It went belly up. And, like, they spent four hours repairing it yesterday. Like, even, like, once me and my sister and girlfriend and her fiancé, not my girlfriend's fiancé, my sister's fiancé, once we all got in, like, like, I had to help do the finishing touches. I took it home, you know? Cody I, I, my friend, you, you I did, just sonic boom the mic. You did the groundwork, but I took it home. Um, I, yeah, um, you know, I'm what they call the, uh, the anchor in the track world. The guy that takes the baton across the finish line, that's me. Terrible. Yeah. Anchor. Hey, this podcast is on Anchor. Spons- <laughs> Sponsored Sponsor. Anchor. <laughs> and also, if you go to audible.com slash Cody for, nope. We're not sponsored. Wrong. That was a joke. Um, but, um, yeah, so that happened. And then in the middle of the night, so we're all sleeping last night. And then at five in the morning, like a picture <laughs> frame <laughs> fell off the wall and cracked the toilet. Yeah. And, but my dad didn't really know it was happening. And like, he woke up in the middle of the night to take a pee and then, didn't see like the picture or anything that cracked the toilet and he just like took a leak and flushed it <laughs> just and, went then for it, it. and then it exploded basically and ran throughout the entire house and leaked into the kitchen so now my dad's plastering the ceiling and we had to put a new toilet in this morning so it's a good start off to my sister's marriage basically yeah oh and also another thing that happened is uh the heat is not working in our house right now. I don't know what happened there, but basically we are friggin' heating it with a stove and putting a we put a fan to carry the hot air into the rest of the house. But we are we are literally running on fumes here, folks. This we have to file for bankruptcy very soon. Yeah, unlike Pumpkinhead, which has been bankrupt <laughs> since day one. That's the trick. If you start bankrupt, you can't go bankrupt. Exactly. That's what I told my lawyer when I was uh. <laughs> filing for <laughs> he said that did not hold in court <laughs> we fired him yeah we couldn't afford him um all right so before we get on too much of a tangent let's let's get into some questions and i'm gonna have have my brother give some feedback too am i gonna read the questions no because you can't read i can read at a third grade level Exactly. These kids are at least in grade six. That write in. The TikTok kids. Yeah, the TikTok kids. All the TikTok kids that write in. Also, once again, anyone asking for free stuff, I cannot give free things away. Okay. You won't even give me a shirt. I won't even give my brother a shirt. It just doesn't work that way. I wish it could. I wish it could work that way, but I cannot give free things away already in debt. Um Ooh, no. <laughs> um, okay, so this one comes from Ethan Strawmeyer. He comes from a family of scarecrows. Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I really should be going. Okay, all right, here we go. <clears throat> 
How did you start your brand? Me and a couple of my buds, 13 to 15 years old, want to start a small brand, Home Invasion Skateboards. I would greatly appreciate if you could get back to me and give me some tips on how to start. All right, right off the bat, I'm just going to say let's buy that domain. What? Oh, sorry. So that was her sister. (laughs) As I was saying. Yes! So as I was saying, I say we buy the domain and upcharge them. Sonic, you're really booming right now. But yeah, so yeah, thank you for giving us that great name. We're going to trademark it and resell it back to you for at least five Gs. And then we can get out of the red. Um, (laughs) But no, okay, so you and your buds are starting a skate company. You know what I mean? As I say usually to anyone that's young that writes in to start is that it's just like it takes a lot of money to start up and... You know what I mean? It's like you got to put minimum like 600 bucks down to start with skate decks and stuff. So as I always say, it's like if you want to do something that's fun and like have your little skate crew and, you know, just you and the boys like just start off with stickers like you can go to like sticker mule or whatever and just like come up with a design and get stickers made and just like throw them on your boards that you already have and helmets or whatever and just like throw them around and like that's a fun way to go about things and like just my whole advice is like just do things like especially when you're young it's like just do hi more people walking in um just do things to have fun and be like yeah we all rep this crew like it doesn't need to be like we're meeting our margins and we're rising at 25 percent a year because you know what i mean like growth especially with skateboarding like it is such a niche thing like just do do not go into it for money it's like start a little skate crew with your buddies and like rep your own things and also you're all going to graduate from school soon and go in a thousand different directions and that's just not something that you want to be you know overly committed to what do you think what do you think bud yeah i don't know i definitely think like you got to speak into the mic I'm first. I'm booming, and now I'm not speaking to the mic. Because, so make it up. Okay, okay. Or I'm boomer. gonna Sonic and get angry. I'm gonna Sonic dash my way out of here. Okay. No, what I really think though is definitely like if you're doing if you're doing something and it's just for like money or or something like that, where you just I I think that's the wrong approach. Definitely. Like if if this is something that you're really interested in because it's like you love skateboarding and you love. Um, you know, you want to build your own brand and, and it's because you love skateboarding, you love that aspect of it. Like that's sustainable. But I mean, if you're, I guess, I mean, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't do this. I once tried to be an entrepreneur by buying things at Marshall's and reselling them on Amazon, <laughs> Gary V style. And I went broke. So I don't know. I'm not the right person to ask, but I definitely think like stickers could be a good approach or just like start, start by making like, Make your designs and maybe make like one, two, three, I don't know, five shirts and sell them to your friends and just get word of mouth that way. I mean, if you're in middle school and you see five of your friends, if you're around, if you're, you know, in school, whatever, and you see five of your friends wearing the same shirt, like people are going to be like, what is that shirt? What is that? And I mean, you might get more support from your friends at high, you know, if you're in middle school or high school or whatever, you'll get, if you just do something small like that, I mean, and you're all wearing the same design and the same shirt, it's bound to, people are bound to ask questions and, and definitely I think just smaller is better. 
mm-hmm. in that respect. Yeah, but I mean, like, even with that being said, it's like you still should just be like, like, you know what I mean? It's like start your skate crew or whatever and like just have fun with your friends. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's skating is not, you know what I mean? Like, some people even like, you know, like street league skating. I don't, but. Okay, well, street league skating is like Rob Deirdrick, like the guy from Ridiculousness. Like, he mm-hmm. started that, and a lot of people are like, oh, he's a sellout because he made skateboarding into a competitive thing. It's like skating is like mm-hmm. a very closed off, like, anti culture. Mm hmm. Where, like, you know what I mean? Anything towards, like, competitiveness or, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Selling out. Yeah. Is, like, so frowned down. So, like, don't get like into zoomies. it. Yeah, or whatever. But it's, like, so don't get into it just for profit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, start with your buddies and then, like, five years from now, if it's, like, oh, we're still the home invasion skate crew. You know what I mean? Then, like, that's cool because you have history and you guys have grown up. And then that then, like, gives you the platform and, like, the creativity to move forward and, like, then make your first decks and first shirts. But it's, like, you know what I mean? For now, for now it's, like, just start out. And, like, let it be exclusive to, like, you and the boys, you know? But, yeah, the thing with Zoomies, and this is, like, you know what I mean? People are like, oh, posers at Zoomies, and, like, mm-hmm. they don't know anything about skateboards at Zoomies, and, like, Zoomies kills the skate industry. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know what they sell at Zoomies? Mm-hmm. All of the brands that you also get at other skate shops. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's, yeah. like, that's not on <clears throat> Zoomies or the people that buy from there. It's the companies that are selling their products to then be sold to zoomies. Yeah. That being said, zoomies, we would love a sponsorship. Nah, (laughs) we would love for you to carry our product. Nah, man, they're posers. man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Last question. Cause we only got two. Um, (laughs) (laughs) if that third listener could write in, (laughs) we would be rolling here. Okay. bud, you want to read this one? Yeah, I got this. Speaking to the mic. All right. Where is a good place to start your okay, business? Okay, who's it from? Okay, from Jackson's Music. Sounds like he's in the wrong industry. I'm just kidding. Um, he says, where is a good place to start your business and what product should I make first? All right. So this goes back to question one. <laughs> Whereas, uh, you know what I mean? Make things for yourself first. Like when I was a kid, like Cody, I don't know if you remember this, but like when I was a kid, I would like take my Walmart skateboard and I would sand it down Mm -hmm. and then like paint my own logos and stuff on top of it and like little designs and stuff because like that was like the fun thing to me just to like ride my own design. And it's like when you're a kid, it's like you can't afford to be Mm -hmm. like mom and dad weren't buying us like. Like yeah. we didn't even really have skateboards until like I remember one day our dad took us to West Forty Nine, which is like a Canadian <laughs> kind of version of Zoomies. Yeah, and but it was like it's like it's a good like starting out place because you could buy completes and stuff. And I remember our dad bought mm. us um, like we each got a complete, and that was like the first like realish skateboard. But before that, like, it was I, like Walmart. I had Walmart yeah. boards up until I was like thirteen, and then I ended up getting my first deck, which was like a DGK deck. Yeah, like for Christmas when I turned fourteen, and that was like that was sweet. But you know what I mean? It's like in the same way that you build up as your experience grows in skating. It's like you start off because you don't want to like invest in something where it's like you might not do it you don't like why pay 120 right and not appreciate it and give it up 
fast versus like, you know what I mean? Starting with like a $25 Walmart deck. And then it's like, like I skated that thing for years. Yeah. And, Even, then, it, and then it went to the West 49 complete. And then I was like, I still want to keep doing it. And then it turned into like actually purchasing my first deck, you know? Yeah. And it's like, even along with that, like doing, if you buy like a shop deck, like we have in Cleveland, there's a store, a shop called, um, it's like, it's West side skate in Lakewood. Mm-hmm. If any Clevelanders are listening, but I mean, that place sells, I think in you, I mean, it's obviously us dollars. What's like a full complete with a shop deck. It's like what, like 60 bucks or something. It's something yeah, pretty cheap, but yeah, maybe a bit more expensive than that. But yeah, it's like you can get like a shop deck for pretty cheap. But yeah, all that to say, like, I mean, if you're like, I don't want to, I mean, we kind of went off on a tangent, but like, if you don't want to do a Walmart deck, like something like that's going to be a lot higher quality for a lot less of a price than mm-hmm. buying like a full complete with, you know what I mean? A different brand. Yeah. And I mean, this guy wasn't even asking about like where to get a deck. Yeah. He's asking what products to make first. But the point that like, I think we're both trying to make is that is like, don't think about a starting point of like, oh, what do I make first? You know what I mean? It's like skate a lot and like grow your passion and then figure out what are the things that like you want to be doing. It was like for me, it was like my interest in skateboarding coincided with also wanting to learn how to screen print. Like I don't do you yeah. remember like last Christmas, like not mm-hmm. this one that just passed, but the one before I bought you a screen printing kit. Yeah. And then it never came it in. Never came. <laughs> it never came in. And then I ended up buying that same kit for myself. Did you really? Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Well, that's how I started and it made like the first shirts. And it was like, that was like, mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how to screen print. Yeah. And it wasn't like, Oh, I want to start a skate company. And like, what do I sell first? It was like, I want to learn this skill just cause it's cool. And then I was like, okay, well like I've kind of developed this and like, yeah, I've loved skateboarding since since I was a kid. So it's like, why not do that and then make like skatewear? Yeah. And then also like design decks, which is something that like I've been doing like, yeah, with paint brushes and Walmart decks since I was a kid. So it's like, dude, like that's how you got to start. Like you got to yeah. really figure out what you're into. Cause I get like a lot of kids writing in being like, Oh, like what's a good way to like come up with an idea for a brand or what's like a good thing to sell or this and that. It's like, that's not, really what it's about you know what i mean it's like if you guys saw my business bank account for this thing you would be depressed you know what i mean because like there's a lot of like you don't sell a lot like you don't but it's you know it's like about like swinging a lot and like waiting for the long term it's like Mm -hmm. this thing isn't going to become profitable like nothing you start is going to become profitable for at least like five to six years and like yeah. everyone thinks to themselves, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna sell out, like, I'm, like not in the bad way, but it's like I'm gonna sell the clothes out, and then I'm gonna be able to make more stuff, and I'm gonna grow fast. It's like not how it works. Yeah. You have to think. It's like if you have 300 followers on your page on Instagram or something, and then you release shirts or decks or whatever, mm-hmm. you, like, what percentage do you think are actually loyal enough followers? and are so into your stuff that they're going to spend their money on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially when you're relatively, like, a newer... You know what I mean? Like, how long have you been doing Pumpkinhead? A year? Not even. Yeah, so not even a year. And it's like, I mean, following someone could like on instagram could be something that means a lot or very little you know what i mean you could just follow someone and it's like yeah i think their designs are cool and like that's mm-hmm. inspiration for me but it's like are you really when it comes down to it gonna purchase something from them you know what i mean but mm-hmm. i mean at the same time there could be those followers that are like yeah like this is sick and i want it but the whole point being um about um 
like turning a profit. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm in biz, I'm in economics at, at where I go to school at. And it's like in my, all my business classes, they talk about like, like entrepreneurship, you don't make a profit for like the first two years or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever <clears throat> it's like on average. Right. And you hear about guys like Damon John who like the first time they make like Damon John made custom hats when he started FUBU and like that was his big thing and like he Mm -hmm. sold them out of the trunk of his car and he sold them all out but it's like those are the success stories that you hear that are outliers like Mm -hmm. you know you only hear about them because it's an outlier not because it's the reality yeah everyone's reality for sure but I mean even with him too though like I was watching this thing he was like you don't give up your full-time job yeah until like you know what I mean he was Mm -hmm. like he was like over the course of five years I was waiting tables at Red Lobster right and it went from 40 hours a week and like spending you know exactly x amount of hours in my spare time running fubu and it was like a slow transition to the point where it was like 20 hours a week exactly at red lobster waiting tables and like you have to like you have to grow as like the interest grows itself and i think that's like one thing people and like a lot of people have been writing and it's like you know what i mean if you want to make stuff to make stuff do Mm -hmm. like make as many things and like draw as many pictures and designs and like paint on your deck and like make stickers and stuff Mm -hmm. for yourself to enjoy but if all i'm trying to get at it's like if you're trying to do it to make profit a you're not going to make profit you won't at least for a little you know for a long time not like that's not going to happen Two, if you're young you might lose interest and like want to do something completely different Mm -hmm. like three years from now when it gets to that point where it's like you're finally on a grind and maybe starting to see some results Mm -hmm. and you know what it was at one two what was three i don't even know what three was (laughs) but you know what i mean it's just like just do things for yourself that you like and that you want to do. Like for me, it was like with Pumpkinhead, it was like, I think this is cool and I would wear it. Yeah. So I made like five shirts. Yeah. And then my buddies were like, oh, those are pretty cool. And like one of my buddies who plays for the Tiger Cats in Hamilton, that's a CFL football team. Like he took one of the shirts out of my room one night and like he just has it because he likes it and he wears it now. And, um, and that like seeing that interest was like okay like maybe more people would be interested in this and then it's like you start hearing feedback doing like oh would you do that design on this and that design on this so it's like do it for yourself and because you like it and it's Mm -hmm. fun to do Mm -hmm. and then when you see that interest that's a good point to like start moving forward and be like okay well maybe like this would sell if people think it's so cool and like you know what i mean so that's the way to go about it. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to do something creatively, start a creative page and like, let it grow naturally. And once people are like clamoring, being like, Oh, you should put that on a shirt. You should put that on a sticker. It's like, that's when you start, that's when you start making things and starting to like try to grow. Yeah. Um, and where's a good place to start your business? I mean, that's like Instagram, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that's a good spot because Here's the thing. If you Shopify, it's like 44 bucks a month mm-hmm. Canadian, like 32 US. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to pay for that. And then you're going to have to design your page and figure out shipping costs and come up with a shipping carrier. And it's a lot of like that took me like a month to figure out because yeah. it's just like a lot of like little intricate things. And especially if you're like, cause like I ship in Canada and the U S and like I've had like an order in the UK as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, 
that is a tough thing to like try and figure out and to do that all at a young age like it's a lot to try and do if you're mm-hmm. not going to stick with it so start on instagram find interests and and you know what i mean you could do business over like dms and then like get yeah. paypal payments you know what i mean like start small don't try and do the fake it till you make it thing because it, mm-hmm. oh we got the vacuum going <laughs> you know it's it'll just you'll be pulling your hair out and like, dude, this like, there's been times with me, you know what I mean? It's like, I've called you mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm a mope, man. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to keep doing this. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's such a results driven thing when you think about it too much from like a profit yeah. sense of mine. And that's just like, that takes all the fun out of it. And I think you were saying it was like, it's like, why did you start it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, what are the reasons you started it? And like, why is it fun you know what i mean as soon as you like look it's like oh i don't have enough followers or like whatever whatever it's like it takes like the honesty out of it yeah and like truthfully when you look at it's like it's no matter what like when you start something new not even necessarily business whatever it is when you start something new it's going to be exciting and it's going to be like engaging and you're going to be super amped about it but it's like it's those period like everyone who's made it big is someone who didn't stop trying and didn't stop reworking their craft a million different times like Mm -hmm. so i don't know i just feel like the discouragement that like maybe comes up it's like that's all a part of the process and it's like the guys who make it are the guys who push through that and like understand um kind of like that these things are going to happen and like how to uh just like push through that but like i just thought it was interesting what you were saying about um how you started with stuff that would be like cool for yourself. Like one thing that I was like thinking about along with that was like, for me, it's like, I got really into, um, I've been playing guitar for like about a year now. I just like started last year, Mm -hmm. uh, last January. And, um, anyway, so like I've been slowly like building a collection of pedals and just like maybe a month ago I built a, um, like custom pedal board to like hold all my pedals and stuff. And like, it was just something I did for me. Uh, and it was like super cheap and it looks just like, I don't know how familiar the, like anyone is with like guitars and all that stuff, but the, probably not that much, probably probably not that much, but basically there's these like pedal boards. You're sonicking. There's these pedal boards that cost like one twenty, and it's like, I built one for, like fifty dollars um with all the cords and cables attached and anyway my whole point being like that's something where i was like maybe i could start doing these like custom boards for people and it started off with something for myself that was like i just really wanted to do this for me and like i found it interesting Mm -hmm. and uh now it's like something where i'm like maybe i could monetize this you know what i mean and like just doing it yeah getting like one friend like that i know plays guitar like hey do you want me to build you one of these yeah or even like they just see it and they go oh, like how much is that exactly and you go, yeah. oh i did it myself and they go oh, sweet like right do you think you could do one for me like that's how it all starts you exactly know? yeah because like like literally it's like i did like the first logos and like some of my buddies were like oh can you like can you throw this on a sweater for me i was like yeah sure and like rather than being like oh i need this many in this color and this many in that color. Like it started out that way. And mm-hmm. then, you know what I mean? Like once you start getting confidence, that's when you really have to scale back your expectations. Cause I was like, oh, I'm going to put out like 120 shirts. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, like, you know what I mean? 
and I did 80 thinking that was a moderate number and I still have like 30 shirts sitting in my room Mm. because like I didn't think to start out small and be like well most of the people that are asking for shirts wear larges or extra larges and I have all these smalls and mediums just Mm -hmm. sitting there Mm -hmm. because like you know you know what I mean it's like my demographic is like 18 to 24 years old like in majority you know yeah and it's like not younger kids who wear those smaller shirt sizes so it's like yeah, you just, you really, you just got to do it for the love of it because you'll yeah. like, you'll get burnout really quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the main points is, yeah, do it for the love of it and just start small. Yeah. Um, Especially too, because like, <laughs> just realistically, it's like the nature of, it's like human nature. We want what we can't have too. So it's like, if you are making shirts and you're like, <laughs> you know, we sold out of these shirts, it's like, it's going to look a lot better than like, we have a surplus of <laughs> Yeah, a hundred shirts, and we got to get these out for clearance prices for sure. And I mean, like in my case, it's like I'm going to be completely honest because that's kind of like the humor in it for me is a lot of the failures. But that's mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know, that's just my mentality on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like people that take stuff too seriously, it's just, you know what I mean? It's like Instagram people that mm-hmm. like try and present their lives in a certain way. I just like I can't handle it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, like. I post videos of me putting cardboard boxes together because I can't afford to ship skateboards out in like actual cardboard boxes. I just rip cardboard apart and tape it together. And you know what I mean? It's like maybe one day that'll be an artifact if you hold on to that thing. I didn't know things were so grim. (laughs) Uh, They're not doing so good. No. No. I mean, in reality, it's like, it's like we sold out all like the large and extra large shirts and stuff and sold like seven or eight boards, which is like, if it's like, that's the thing. It's like, everything is always like relative to the position that you're in. But if you look back, you know what I mean? It's like even having like, a, like, I know we were talking at the beginning how it's like, yeah, the listeners are dropping off. But even if like two months ago you, you told me, you're like, oh, you're going to have a podcast and like 12 people are going to listen to it. I'd be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's amazing. You know what I mean? Like people actually took a half hour, hour out of their day to listen to me talk about stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever. I mean, beggars can't be choosers and you just got to be like happy with whatever you're given. Yeah. But then you got to get out there and earn it, brother. Uh, um, I thought I'd just play you a couple TikToks <laughs> before we ended. This guy's obsessed with TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Uh, th- this this one's a classic. This is TikTok reaction hour. Here we go. I'm back. <laughs> what do you mean by that? You broke back is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or, or no. what portion? Spinal. <laughs> That was me when I fell off the mini ramp two weeks ago. <laughs> did you? Oh, yeah, you did explain. I did talk friggin- about it, but it wasn't that funny because I was concussed and couldn't really, like, formulate <laughs> the feeling I had laying at the base of the mini ramp, just stunned. And there was, like, a 12-year-old girl there that's just ripping around and killing it, and I'm, like... 61190 just dead at the bottom of this thing. Oh my god. I just gotta say the friggin' the Jimi Hendrix Star Spangled Banner has become the theme of my life. Whenever anything wrong happens to me, I immediately just think 
Bane. <laughs> yeah, if it, if it, like that's the thing, like if it, there's ever a moment where just the situation is getting hairy, just think of Wayne, and that's just like you're losing your mind. Things couldn't possibly get worse, <laughs> and you're just at an all-time low. But yeah, that's how I was feeling when I called Cody. After I smashed my face and gave myself a concussion, I was like, dude, it was just like, it was the Star Spangled Banner, and I was laying there, and the guitar was going off, there were choppers flying around, I was like a wounded Vietnam vet laying laying there motionless. <laughs> That's horrible. We I support s- the troops over here. <laughs> I can still hear the bombs going off, man. You can still hear the freaking bombs, man. <laughs> Charlie jumped out and blew our freaking heads off, man. <laughs> We just lost the rest of the support we had on this thing. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by USAA Insurance. <laughs> no. What was, what was I saying yesterday to that with the friggin' Fortunate Son song? I don't even remember. Oh, what was I saying? It was such a good bit, but this is horrible podcast. Yeah, this is me trying to think about a joke I was laughing at to myself yesterday. You're like, come on, come on, come on. It was funny, I swear. <laughs> you remember the thing I said, and it was good, and there was a song in there? I swear to God, people were laughing. Oh, man, this might have been just me alone in a dark room. <laughs> dark? <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think if anything, we got to talk about friggin'. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, tell them that one. Okay, so the other day, I was eating lunch with my friend. This is just totally random, but now that we're doing music bits, there was this. I was eating lunch with my friends, and uh, we like left all our backpack. It was at school. We left all of our backpacks at um, in like our students, and like it's called it's called the students. It's like our student center at CSU, and uh, we left the backpacks in a room where they lock them at like a certain time and like we were like 10 minutes away and we were we were like five plates deep into food and like still going back for more and like had to go put our plates away so like we weren't gonna make it and we were like guys like should we stop and like just run out and like go get our stuff and my friend eddie goes what's the worst that could happen (laughs) and in my mind in my mind when he said that all i could hear kick it was it was the song ain't that a kick in the head by dean martin just started blaring (laughs) and that's juxtaposed the the movie clip is him going what's the worst that could happen and it's us smoking cigars and drinking booze and just having a good time eating buffet food (laughs) Juxtaposed. <laughs> Juxtaposed with them throwing out our backpacks. <laughs> and as after he says what could possibly go wrong, it's like a trash compactor destroying my laptop. <laughs> if you like this kind of quality content, make sure you turn into next week. It's yeah. gonna be good. But um we gotta chop the last <laughs> ten minutes off. No, we'll keep it in. We'll see if anyone giggled. If anyone makes it this far. Yeah. All right, we're hitting 35 minutes now, so I guess we should friggin' log off. Thanks for that bit. It was good. I just want to give a shout-out to my good friend, 
Elric, he was voted most likely to look like James Charles. <laughs> uh, just kidding. But he was spotted on a Ferris wheel. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, we got to get a designer uh, sound effects board going. <laughs> That'd be pretty um, good. Yeah. Alright. Okay. So thanks for listening. Come back for week five. I beg of you. <laughs> and uh yeah, thanks for coming on the pod, bud. No problem. Thanks for having me. Speak into the mic. Thanks for listening, guys. Can uh do you want to give out your handle? Anyone can catch you on? Well, not to get too far into it, but I <laughs> I somehow like got locked out of my Instagram after the friggin' Ray... I don't know if you've ever seen the Ray-Ban scam where they were like, Ray-Bans for $20. My account got hacked and they posted that. And now I can't get back in my Instagram, so I don't have any handles to give out. But, I don't know, snail mail me, Cody Riccatoni at 3001. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. It was a joke, like I was going to give out my address. That's good. Um, I think Ted Kaczynski <laughs> will hit you up. No one's young enough to get the references I hit, I hit him with. Ted Kaczynski's know. the Unabomber. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Hey, we got some fan mail today. You <laughs> <laughs> sent me a letter with anthrax in it. Yeah. Okay, so don't send us any of those. Listen to the friggin' Pumpkin Patch Podcast. Just subscribe and give us a friggin' five-star rating on Spotify and iTunes, and that would be great. It would be just peachy. <laughs> Business depends on this. Yeah, no, it really does depend on it. If you want any merch, head over to pumpkinheadskateboards.com. Follow us on the IG and the TikTok. And, uh, yeah, tune in friggin' next weekend. We're gonna try and come up with something better than this. Alright. Look fabulous, be good. Shout out to Elric James Charles. Peace.